Well, moving on to the day's events, human rights organization Africa for Palestine has welcomed what it called a historic motion adopted by the South African parliament to support the downgrade of South Africa's embassy in Israel to a liaison office. The parliamentary motion was introduced by the National Freedom Front and passed with 208 uh, in, in support and 94 against. Our online, we welcome Africa for Palestine's Ali Komape. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Ali. Awesome. How are you? Alhamdulillah, Brother Ali, uh, Shukar, doing well. Brother Ali, uh, you know, I, I read in the introduction there, um, downgrading the South African, South Africa's embassy in Israel to a liaison office. But we can recall, I mean, already well in 2018, was it 2017, when the decision of downgrade was passed by the South African Parliament, implemented in 2018, in then already uh, Minister of International uh, Relations and Cooperation, Lindiva Susulu, uh, classify that, you know what, the, uh, the ambassador will not be replaced and the, the embassy will be downgraded to a liaison office. Um, what's significant about this particular downgrade compared to the one that officially happened in 2018? Um, uh, salams again and salams to your listeners. Thanks for having us. Um, look, for, to, to be quite precise, the, the, the vote on the draft resolution in Parliament yesterday was in support of an already existing decision by government in the form of the Department of uh, Foreign Affairs. Uh, when this was taken in 2017 to withdraw our ambassador from Israel, we not only withdraw the ambassador because of the ongoing violence in, in Palestine, but also a diplomatic decision from the part of the Saudi government to downgrade the diplomatic relations. So the office was no longer a diplomatic mission, but only a representative, representative office of South Africa in, 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 in Israel. So, so this, you're correct in saying this is a uh, decision that supports an already existing decision taken by the government. Of course, uh, this decision comes from the aid, the conference uh, before this conference, into the, uh, the one that came before this, the AMT overwhelmingly, uh, decided in conference that uh, relations between South Africa and Israel must be downgraded because we cannot have normal relations with an abnormal apartheid regime. Ali, you know the word downgrading, of course, it, it makes good media impact. Like we are downgrading, you know, you, you, you say it on air, you write it in the newspaper, it seems that something significant is happening. But in terms of practicality, what does a downgrade actually mean in the relationship between any two countries? Of course, in this case, South Africa and, and the state of Israel, but what would it imply? What, it, what would it mean? Of course, it's, it's a bit more technical because it plays into the diplomatic protocols of state. Um, so, and I don't think we should focus a lot more on that. Uh, this, in the broader sense of things, this is a message from South Africa to Israel that, number one, we do not agree with the occupation, the apartheid. Number two, we are taking this step to show you that we do not agree with the apartheid occupation. Number three, South Africa is simply saying to to Israel, but also to the world, that we are tired of of playing a mediated, mediator role in the negotiations between the Palestinians and Israelis when the Israelis don't have any intentions for peace. So in the past, South Africa was strong-armed into being this uh, uh, state that has higher moral ground, 
negotiating conflict areas. We know we co- we negotiated in Sudan. We just negotiated in DRC now uh, with our former deputy president David Mabuza. Tabo time was negotiating with the government of uh, Zimbabwe, Mugabe, the civilians, and so on. So it was known to be this moral leader in the world that sits and mediates in conflict. So it was no, no way. We can't be part and parcel of mediation between states or between two actors when one actor has no intentions for peace. So this is a very, very significant message from South Africa to the Israelis, but also to the world to say we we were we were trying for over for over decades we had envoys to Israel, envoys to Palestine. Over decades we had uh, mediators in the com, but nothing has come to fruition. And South Africa is saying to Israel and to the world, we are not interested anymore in mediating between two actors when one actor has no interest for peace. Hmm. Ali, you know, as an extension to that, of course, the, the ambassador or the ambassadorial office doesn't exist. Uh, the last one or during the time of Lindiwe Susulu, well, she had promised at that time in 2018 already that the ambassador will be recalled. And he has not, you know, gone back and, and remained that ambassador list office. But it hasn't been so from the state of Israel. I mean, they still have an active office, an active ambassador, an, imba- an active, uh, you know, um, entire uh, for a foreign or a national foreign system uh, out in Pretoria, and I think there's also a liaison office in Cape Town as well. Uh, isn't it to extend that you know it's not just our ambassador that's being recalled from uh, from Israel, but the the representative of the state itself should be shunned and should be uh, you know excommunicated or also demanded that a liaison office of the state of Israel apply instead of a fully fledged uh, you know. I- I- Embassy. Um, for instance, to yesterday, yesterday uh, only Israel, Israeli forces raided the Jenin camp in Palestine and killed six Palestinians. Uh, since the beginning of 2023, Israel has killed an average one Palestinian a day. One Palestinian a day, shot and killed. I'm not talking about uh, uh, died in the detention. No, 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 shot and killed. So these are some of the grievances we have, and, and then you have as well, Molana, to say we must expel and excommunicate the Israeli ambassador to South Africa. So these conditions where Israel perpetually commits war crimes, genocide, and practices apartheid must get us appalled, and we must say South Africans, we do not want this ambassador. But of course, these steps by the South African government, of course, by the parliament yesterday, are an encouragement to Israel. You know, Israel uh, boasts to be uh, one of the world's superpowers diplomatically, uh, militarily, and so on. So we, we really want to send a message that South Africa is shunning you. The South African governing party, the ANC, is shunning you. The South African parliament is shunning you. The South African government is shunning you. The message is clear. We do not want to have a relationship with you. Israel must save itself the embarrassment, the humiliation that they also experienced in the African Union and simply leave. They are not wanted here and the message is very, very clear. So if they are this country that's got pride, the state that's got so much power, they must retaliate. They must leave. They must say, if you don't want to have a relationship with us, we don't want to have a relationship with you. And that's what we are looking for in the state of Israel. They must say, 
boldly that we as apartheid-loving practitioners in the occupied lands of Palestine, we don't want to have a relationship with people who don't want to have a relationship with us. We remember very well in the last uh, military operation in Gaza, when the Israeli ambassador was expelled from from Turkey, they expelled the Turkish ambassador in Israel. So we're really looking for the same. They must reciprocate. When we close our um, our diplomatic office in Israel to a Latin office, we, we are looking for them to do the same. You know, uh, Ali, also at the same time, one has to monitor the private and the personal uh, movements and statements of even people of the ruling party for that matter. Because even post-2017, 2018, you saw individual members of the ANC, of other ruling parties as well, regardless of whatever statement was passed in Parliament, with the downgrading of the, of the embassy, in a personal capacity, continue to liaise with Israeli political officials internationally and locally. And as of recent, I mean, even uh, the state president for that matter has been observed, maybe not from, you know, from perspective of liaising with government officials, but people who may be regarded as ad hoc representatives of the state of Israel and have been vocal about it, uh, even in his own private residences for that matter. So also, it's simply not just the headlines, we're downgrading the embassy, but a continuous monitoring of the statements as well as actions of people in the political elite in South Africa? Uh, uh, firstly, I, I, want, I, 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 want, I want to warn us again. I, I want to warn us into um, the rabbit hole of um, highlighting people's personal relationships. I mean, if you go down that hole, then we will not, we will not see where it ends. But what we can put our focus on is government relationship with the government of Israel. We can see government trading, trade relationships, political relationships, diplomatic relationships with the state of Israel. There we must focus on. And I think it's very difficult to to really monitor what the personal life, for instance, of the president of South Africa does, what he does in his Palapala farm, for instance. It's very difficult for us to do it. And as activists and as human rights activists for the Palestinian cause, I don't think we should concern ourselves with that. Our biggest our biggest concern should be is the state implementing positions of government. And indeed, if the parliament is taking, for instance, if the parliament is, t- uh, is taking this particular decision like yesterday of, down- of supporting the downgrade of the uh, a diplomatic office into a license office, if tomorrow there is an ambassador in, the, in, in Israel, then we have a problem. But one if if one minister is in heaven, dinner with, uh, if really we don't want to go to that route, but we want to focus on what government does when it takes particular decisions on Palestine. Uh, you know, Ali, we focus upon what government is doing, but we also focus upon what corporate is doing as well. I mean, part of the Africa for Palestine uh, is focusing on on corporations that do business with the state of Israel in a capacity of, uh, you know, using illegal Palestinian settlements and resources. So if we focus on, you know, on corporates, then ultimately corporates are not just existing on paper. They're existing because people make them exist. Of course, no, 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 definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, one of the one of the uh, major cause of concern for South Africans at this very moment is the company Clover, for instance. Clover was um, was uh, was was bought by uh, some Israeli investors in what is called the corporate takeover. Um, so we have said, for instance, 
because of our constitution, because of our, our because of our individual and civil liberties, um, anybody is allowed to do business with anybody they feel like they want. Uh, um, and we have said that although Clover consents to being bought by an Israeli company, of course they can do this uh, in accordance with the laws of this country. We as listeners at home, we as consumers are able to say we will not participate um, in buying or in, in, in being, being in a business or economic relationship with that corporation. We did it with Woolworths in the past, and I think we are doing right now with Clover. And, and listeners at home also know that we don't buy Clover products. We have, we have said that as a solidarity movement across the lines from... from um, Africa for Palestine, to other organizations uh, uh, who so that to Palestine that we do are not going to buy into these businesses. So this is not unique, by the way. This is similar to what happened during apartheid South Africa when uh, banks like the Barclays Bank of England was sponsoring apartheid South Africa. Shell, the one the the, the fuel company was sponsoring apartheid South Africa. It was citizens in their countries and all over the world who said we will not do business with Barclays Bank that supports apartheid South Africa. We will not do business with Shell that does business with apartheid South Africa. So consumers in this country must say we do not, we will not have at least a business relationship with Clover when it has ties to apartheid Israel. And that is that is one of the things we call consumer boycotts. They are part and parcel of of the BDS campaign against uh, apartheid Israel. So unfortunately, because of the laws of this country, um, anybody can do business anybody they like, but it is uh, it is our responsibility, citizens of this country, uh, just like it was the responsibility of civilians and citizens of other countries during apartheid era to stand up and boycott and not buy from those businesses who have ties to apartheid Israel. Ali Kobape, Shukran Jazakumullah for joining us on Radio Islam uh, International, updating us on the recent downgrade or the announcement thereof. And Jazakumullah Khairan, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. That was Ali Kumape joining us uh, from the Africa for Palestine organization.